0: Hello, all you paranormal freaks. It's the last Saturday of the month, and you know what that means. The veil is at its thinnest. So if you're brave enough, all of you hitchers and drifters, load up for a ride with Golden Jade and Logan as they traverse to the other side.
1: My paranormal freaks out there. It is I, Golden J hanging out with just Logan. Ah, it's just Logan. It's just Logan. And welcome to the other side. What's up, dude? Not a whole lot. Just uh for people
0: out there in podcast land. Today's actually Thanksgiving. So <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. didn't work today, but I I did stuff. I don't cook thanksgiving whatsoever i i'm not a thanksgiving person at all thanksgiving gives me anxiety but i <laughs> did go to kayla's mom's house and they ate food and whatnot and the girls went to bed early because they were tired from playing outside
1: oh well that's a that's a bonus they wore themselves out yeah um as, as people well know from the past few pods um my oldest the skywalker and his wife are in Japan, so, We've been trading off um, the grandkids with, uh, with the other grandparents. And so we ended up getting them last night and had them today for a while before uh, their other grandma or their Gigi come and picked them up. And uh, so with Skylar and Jess gone, uh, Gunner and Sarah are down at Sarah's mom's down in Indy. Uh, Montana had stuff with her husband's family today. So, uh, yeah, me and the rocker chick just basically, uh, our, our Thanksgiving lunch was fish, fish sticks and, uh, and, uh, French fries. <laughs>
0: I'll take it, man. <laughs> I'll take it. I texted,
1: There's... I have a group text with your dad, Scotty T, uh, little Jay that those guys are always passing around beer pictures and shit, you know, about what they're drinking. But, uh, Scotty T is like, happy Thanksgiving or, or no, your dad was like, happy Thanksgiving. Scotty T come back with happy Thanksgiving. I'm like, happy fish stick day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> So that spawned a long conversation off to the side with Scotty t I'm like, well, you can come down to uh, you know, Sally's house and hang out. And I'm like, nah, I appreciate it, but yeah, we're gonna hang out here and just watch some football and there's some, yeah, there's nothing like just chilling at home. Like I
0: we for me, you you can't top like the few Thanksgivings I had when uh I was little at Joyce and Harold's.
1: Oh, I'll be, yeah.
0: Because like that was like that was like that generic like Hallmark type shit. Like there were the big ass table. Everything you could think of was on it. You know, you had like Aunt Joyce and her. Like I didn't know fucking 75% of the people that was at that Thanksgiving. Okay.
1: No, no. So because it could be, church people were there. A lot of the church family were there, too. Yeah.
0: And seldomly like I think I can remember one that you guys were actually at with us. I, I think I can just remember one
1: because normally
0: I was like one of the only children there. Right. Uh, so I would just be chilling with uncle Harold, watching movies while waiting for food and stuff. <laughs> and then like, after we left there, we really ever, never got back to doing like Thanksgiving stuff. We didn't do anything in Germany really. Cause right. usually dad was gone or whatever. And then when we got here, we didn't really mess with it either. And it's just like, uh, the few we did have here were uh, a mess with other people. <laughs> and right. Like, so it right. just gives Thanksgiving just gives me the wiggins. So I don't. I don't touch. I'm a big cook guy. Like I cook all the time. I do not fuck with Thanksgiving food.
1: <laughs> if I remember right, we were at quite a few of them, but uh, with my family, it was the traditional. You know, it was noon on Thanksgiving Day. We sat down for food, and you know, Aunt Joyce and Uncle Harold were always. Uh, very kind and kind of pushing theirs back so that we could be there Uh, a few I mean most of the time there was a few times where uh, you know they went ahead and it was just like easier for them just to go ahead and do it at their normal time but there was a few of them that we made it there about three o'clock and we'd sit down and and attempt to eat because we'd already shoved ourselves full Uh, at the noon Uh, but yeah man uh, you are 100% correct both places for me were just like that man you sat down at a table completely packed full of food turkey and ham and all of the, the extras you know whether it be mashed potatoes and stuffing and rolls and wow it was yeah what a great uh what a great memory from from uh back in the day
0: yeah now i just see any of that stuff and i'm like chandler from friends i'm like turkey (laughs) I've and i've never liked like most of the food i've never liked i can't stand stuffing i don't i don't like cranberries i just
1: it's not about it man that's weird i thought everybody liked stuffing
0: i just i don't like stuffing i think it's because i grew up with my mom cooking that
1: like stouffer's shit the the little stove top uh I just fucking
0: I just don't like it, man. I never (laughs) have that and green bean casserole,
1: man. I can't Mm -hmm. stand either or. I don't mind green bean casserole. Bobby's on this new thing where the last few years where she's made a corn souffle, and everybody loves the corn souffle. It's just not. It's not for me. I'm with you. I've never. There's
0: never been a souffle that I've like that and like that. And when people cook like breakfast quiche, like I fucking. No. <laughs> just give me like biscuits and gravy or something uh, like generic like i don't need whatever the hell a prepsis quiche is i'm not even 100 sure what a quiche is but i don't fucking like it
1: <laughs> hey man biscuits and gravy if you want somebody the best biscuits and gravy that i've ever had in kansas city there's a place called the big Biscuit. The Big Biscuit. Oh, dear Lord. We try to get there every time we're out there. And of course, we did make it there this round this last weekend when we were there. And uh, yeah, it does not disappoint, man. You you can't with a name like Big Biscuit, you can't fuck up biscuits. And These gravy. fucking biscuits are are huge, dude. Oh well, yeah, they're, yeah. They're Big Biscuit. They're man. big. They're biscuits. Gotta be fucking big. Yeah. not quite. <laughs> I want to go. Do you make one that's not quite as big? Do you have like a yeah. not quite as big biscuit? Not quite as big biscuit.
0: <laughs> I I love biscuits and gravy. It's one of the like few things back in the day my dad would cook when I was little. He made two things for me for breakfast, and I was like biscuits and gravy was rare. And the rest of the time it would be a fucking It would be a uh, Pop Tart that was in the toaster, and then he'd fucking put butter on the top of it. Uh, But he's, he, my whole life, he's like, You think these biscuits and gravy are good? He was like, Aunt Joe, Aunt Joe makes the best biscuits and gravy. She makes the best biscuits and gravy. And she recently passed away. So, like, not to besmirch Aunt Joe or anything, but we, uh, we went there like 10, 12 years ago. I was like, maybe right about to be out of high school or whatnot. So, probably longer than that. And he's she I wake up and they're like, Aunt Joe's cooking biscuits and gravy. I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus, I've heard about this my whole life. (laughs) I sit down and eat it. And it was the worst fucking biscuits and gravy. Because she just like she just like made it with like the grease and everything. Uh, And it just tasted like straight up grease on a biscuit uh, and i looked at him and i was like you fucking lied to you me,
1: lied to me. <laughs> and he was
0: like he was like i remember them being better and i was like <laughs> oh, i don't know what the fuck he told me but like it just it just tasted like straight up like bacon grease on a biscuit and i was so fucking sad it's like bacon grease and flour
1: <laughs> oh man uh i've never personally never made a good and uh, made a good biscuits and gravy but i've never really like really tried you know, sometimes we get those packages and you make them and whatever. But, um, yeah, uh, we, uh, stopped. So on the way back from Kansas city, I get a phone call from fat Billy Ray and, nice. uh, he's like, where are you at? And I'm like telling him and he's like, I'm about 45 minutes ahead of you running across 72. He goes, you want to meet for lunch? And I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do this thing. Cause I haven't seen him since, uh, God, before the campground closed down and in, in what, uh, early October. So we meet up at this fucking truck stop and uh, sat down, and I ordered uh, the country fried steak with gravy on it. And holy fuck me! And the goat ass man, that shit was delicious. Nice. Uh, I can't remember if I was just that hungry or if it was just that good. But it's it's back to one of those little mom and pop diners in a fucking truck stop. And oh yeah, well that's
0: where a lot of good shit is at those truck stops, man. The closest thing we got to decent truck stop is one that's got a
1: Denny's in the ass end of it. (laughs) Get you some moons over my hammy. Uh I I never been a big Denny's fan. I'm trying to remember I, the last time I was there it just was not very good.
0: The only time I go to Denny's is if my grandpa is here and he wants to do breakfast and he just fucking swears by Denny's and I think it's mostly because they got that badass uh senior citizen discount over there. <laughs> uh but like I never get Denny's is like one of those weird menus where it's everything. It's like there's the moon is over my hammy and all your breakfast shit and then they've got like Nachos randomly on there, or like a right. weird chicken strip sandwich. It's got like anything you could think of. And I always get like whatever seasonal bullshit special item they have on there. Right. I don't think I've ever had breakfast anything yet. Uh, I know I don't normally order breakfast stuff at any restaurant. I think like uh, maybe the last time I had breakfast at a restaurant was like at, at Bob Evans back in Indiana. Right. <laughs> like,
1: well, they make a pretty badass uh, breakfast there, but yeah. Um yeah you talk about the senior citizen discount we were actually with uh uh sarah's mom um and her and her dad i do believe it was her dad and uh we were helping sarah move i think out of um her uh apartment and uh her grandpa's like i got coupons for the steak and shake so that's where we went for lunch because he had coupons but they expired oh no (laughs) He was, it was so much fun hanging out with him. He was, he was wonderful. Our steak and shake
0: that was barely, uh, barely three years old is, uh, is gone now. Really? Well, they, I stopped eating there forever ago because they got rid of my go to. There's one thing I like to eat there, and that was the jalapeno steak crunch burger. Uh huh. And it's like the, the service there was just ass all yeah. the time. And, uh, one day I about quit because they started using those fucking paper straws and fuck, oh. <laughs> fuck me, does a paper straw fucking suck? Like, I don't the, like con- the concept's great, like yeah. I get it. Like I don't want a fucking turtle noose a fucking sea turtle with a plastic straw. Absolutely, yeah. I normally just drink straight from the glass and stuff where I go places, but like, but like the paper straw, it fucking. It, fucking, it doesn't even last the whole drink. It leaves a weird fucking taste in your mouth and it, your straw's all limp dick-like sideways. And you're like...
1: Well, my thing was, he's about halfway through, you're spitting out the paper of the fucking yeah, thing. It's, it's fucking
0: horrible. It just, like I, I'm sitting fuck. here trying to fucking hold my straw up to get it fucking erect again so I can fucking drink from it. And I'm like, this is just not a good experience.
1: My straw has whiskey dick. Yeah,
0: it does, absolutely. <laughs> and like I said, this place folded up like quick quick and it was out of nowhere it was just like one day they just fucking slapped a
1: sign on the door and were like we're done well the one that we have or we had in warsaw it's it's all closed up now uh well fuck they demolished it oh they, shit they took it down and stuck a culver's they built a culver's in there and uh, man
0: they couldn't even repurpose that well no. Culver, yeah I, steak and shakes one of those buildings when they make it it's such a like it's, odd design yeah. specific
1: yeah, it's like around so. here
0: you can tell where like a wiener schnitzel or a fucking whataburger's used to be because it'll be like a weird triangle building and somebody builds something in
1: it <laughs> we did do water while we was in kansas city this round uh oh, we were oh, going to go down to the wall now i don't know if you know about wall burgers but yeah, apparently Marky they, marks uh, family ship. yeah but apparently around the kansas city area now they've decided to team up with High V, the grocery store do you guys yeah. have High V down that way no okay just checking because we we don't have them up here either we just like kansas city i know has them but They've teamed up with Hy-Vee to put the Wahlburgers in the Hy-Vee stores now. Huh. And we go down, we meet up with uh, Phil's mo- uh, Phil, and, well, Phil Jordan from the Indiana Chiefs fans. His mom meets us down at Wahlburgers at the Hy-Vee. And uh, she calls us. She's like, um, there ain't nobody here. Oh, shit. The fucking place was dark. And we're like, hey, what's the deal? And they're like, couldn't get anybody to work. God, like, oh damn. shit! That bad.
0: So <laughs> we end up
1: shit. we end up going down to Waterburger, which is just it was just a, a few places down from there. But uh I haven't had Waterburger since that since that trip to Dallas. Um oh, yeah, they just recently back with started.
0: They just recently started branching out outside of Texas with those. Wow. Well.
1: Mahomes is a big reason why they are in Kansas City because he, you know, he's a Texas Tech kid and he loves his Waterburger and that fucking ketchup. Yeah, so he actually, do whatever the fuck he asked for. Exactly. Like, fucking they, and I'm like, yeah. yes, sir. Where do you want it? <laughs> well, besides the one that's in his new house, he's got yeah. a couple <laughs> oh, there right around shit. Kansas City.
0: Yeah. Now, see, I live two minutes away from Waterburger, and like, I might eat there once a year. I right. just and to me, it's nothing special and it's just so fucking expensive. Like we ate last time me and Kayla ate there by ourselves, it was like 25 bucks, oh. and it was just like two combos and not yeah. even big combos. Well and you're you just know, like Man, uh, it's a hamburger you, and fries, dog.
1: You know what I did? So yeah, that's what we did. We end up getting the uh avocado bacon cheeseburger. That's we what both, Kayla got. Yep. Me and Bobby both got that. And of course, you know, um, uh, they give you that little number and you go to your fucking seat and we sit down and And uh, we're visiting with uh, Phil's mom and, and her husband and they bring our food out and all the shit's still sitting on the table. So I grabbed the number and I put it, I can put it in my pocket. So I got myself a nice little water. Nice. (laughs) Stupid as fuck. And now they're all fucked because if they have to put their numbers one through a hundred yeah There's no 33.
0: One. that's all right i've got mugs from fuck the steak and shake the clothes down here i got a mug in the kitchen from that uh-huh. I, uh, my thing is i like to take mugs with names on it
1: well the, the uh was the last year we were out there and we went to this pizza place and um i've been i've been hearing a lot of a lot about uh kansas city beer co which is the beer company that's in that's out there and they actually had it on tap and i'm like i gotta try this so I order one up. Well, they give it to me in a Kansas City beer Coke glass. Oh, shit. And I drink the beer and I look at Bobby. And go, stick this in your fucking purse. I'm taking <laughs> this home with me.
0: <laughs> they got to be used to it at this point.
1: I'm sure they have to be they have to be.
0: And you're just asking for it if you don't sell them. If you don't have a, like a little spot there, it's like, yeah. hey, I fucking buy this. And like, well, fuck you. You're not selling it. I'm fucking taking it.
1: As I put on this podcast, I'm a fucking thief when I go to a fucking fast food restaurant. Oh, everybody
0: fucking does it. The biggest (laughs) one I ever did, I've still got it to this day. I got a margarita at some Mexican restaurant in Port Arthur where my parents and everybody was eating. Uh And this margarita comes out in this fucking like goblet. It's like this big, like you could kill somebody with this thing. It's so, (laughs) so thick and everything. And I was like, I'm taking this. Like, where are you going to put that? You don't have a purse. I'm not putting that in my purse. I'm like, I'm going to walk the fuck out with it. That's what I'm <laughs> going to do. Ain't nobody going to say nothing to me. It sure is shit. I'm just walking out with my hand and nobody, nobody said says shit. Like, have a nice day. And I was like, I, I will.
1: We did that one time years and years and years ago. We were we had played uh, played a gig at a little coffee house up in Elkhart. And, and there was a Quiznos right down the way. And after we finished quiz. up, we went down to Quiznos and, and got it. Well, they give you in that, that fucking really weird tray. I don't. I mean, it was just a. You know, it's like had a fucking cup holder in it or something like that. The sandwich sits on, them. and uh I think it was me and Scott and Bobby and Brad Hargrave, and and we're like, oh, we really like these trays, and we're all debating on whether we're going to snatch one of these trays. And as we're walking out, Bobby just dumps the trash off of it and walks out the door. But Scott and Brad had already left, and and as they're driving by, Hargrave's hanging out the window with two of those fucking trays going. <laughs> So, yeah, we all snatched a
0: Pop, pull of those fuckers on the way out. Just act act like you own it, man. And my parents have a fucking, this taco place that was really good. Uh, Geo Burrito, uh, or not Geo Burrito, it was what replaced Geo Burrito, uh, Freebirds. Freebirds Burrito, closed down and, like, it had been closed for months, went out of business, and they have these uh half, like, they just look like those old, like, metal cans that people would have, like, burn stuff in, Uh huh. but it's, like, it's half of one, and then on top, it's got a place to put the trays. It's yellow, has a magnet in it, like, come eat it, free birds. I just pull up uh, the truck up there. It's on the outdoor patio, and I just fucking uh, I just load it up in the bed of the truck. <laughs> Somebody was like, you cleaning up? And was like, yeah. <laughs> and just fucking left with it and gave it to my parents.
1: <laughs> it's, it's not right. What have Man. you stolen, listeners? We want to know. United yeah, States Paranormal at gmail.com.
0: Everybody and their brother does it. Everybody you know. does it. Just don't oh. steal from like little mom and pops places, you know. No, 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 God, no, no, just, no. Just hit the yeah. corporations. It's yeah,
1: fine. get the chains, man. They got fucking cases and cases of that shit laying around back. Oh,
0: seems like everything's closing up. You guys got Penguin Points gone now, and you talked about Quiznos. Quiznos folded forever ago. Yeah,
1: and... oh. yeah. That Penguin Point thing is a sad, sad day right here in uh, the northern Indiana.
0: That's crazy, man. That's like a staple down there. I can't
1: well they've been in business for what a hundred years or something yeah, like I, that uh,
0: it must just be it just must be bad or something this, that a and W beer stand out there is still up and running or that fold up too
1: um yeah let's see the one that's down in Mentone kind of keeps changing hands but uh, they're still going uh the one that's in Rochester I think is actually still an a and w the one that was in Warsaw has been long gone' it's some long uh run. it's some Indian uh, restaurant now that you can get Indian food yeah from india does that make yeah. sense i yeah, don't want to yeah. make sure it's not like indian food like yeah. corn maize and stuff like that but i don't uh i don't think any place that i frequented
0: when i lived down there or up there is around anymore because my the pizza place i yep. had on uh I, I can't remember i think it was tuesdays was the only time i could eat there yeah because the only time like, you could afford it yeah it's the only time <laughs> i could afford it so every week i was like hell yeah i'll get a pepperoni and smoked bacon deep dish because it's half off and it's the only time right. i can do it <laughs>
1: yeah no, uh, it's true man a lot of the good places have gone i can't remember what the name of that pizza place was but
0: i i think it was just like i think it was just chicago pizza and something or yeah. it, was, it wasn't it was nothing fancy name wise then uh trying to remember all the places that uh i used to eat down there there was that sandwich place uh that was close to a tattoo shop down there that uh that folded up too i can't remember what the hell Is that, that blimpies i think so
1: yeah yeah i don't think those survived those were all like company or uh privately owned They you bought yeah. the you bought the uh the name and then you know they trained you how to do all that shit and and a lot of people just folded on it i actually knew some people that owned one and that didn't even make it through
0: yeah just like i think like all like the big staples i remember from there are gone fucking ponderosa went up forever yep. ago uh just just a bunch uh
1: I'll tell you the one that hurt big time was that we lost our long John Silver's a while back.
0: Let's see. That's insane. To yeah. me, Cause that place was always fucking bumping,
1: bumping. Yep.
0: And it's just gone. Yep. Uh, and where was there? Uh, shit. I can't remember what I was going to say. The, was it the, the, there was the bar there that had the seafood nachos and the seafood, oh, uh, cheese bread and stuff. Gordy's yep. went down and then yep. there was another place we ate at, which, uh, had the referee as the logo on the top, had the black and white striped. Uh, it was yeah. a bar that had a restaurant in it, but it had all like the beer bottles. Oh, you're talking
1: box. about the timeout.
0: Yeah. The timeout. Yeah. Was that was on. the other,
1: that was the other Gordy's that was, was in town. They had, yeah. uh they had the two of them. The one that was, well, for a long time, it was out there by, um, uh, crap. Now you made me think about it. um, I was thinking it was out there by where the Bob Evans was at, but uh I know that's not that doesn't feel right.
0: Well the one close to Bob Evans was the one that was like right in the hotel that was uh the uh the Irish themed place. My mom worked there for a little bit. That might <laughs> still be there. What the fuck was that place called? Oh something, maybe? It was some generic Irish name, and it was like a just like a sports bar, and it right. was like attached to that hotel out there by yeah. Bob Evans.
1: I'm trying to think. Shamrock.
0: But, Shamrock. I don't fucking I, know. Right? Yeah,
1: I don't remember either, but I have a pretty good idea of what you're talking about. But um, yeah, but Gordy's caught fire and they burnt down and and somebody had, a, you know, somebody had done a dumpster fire for a joke, and it actually caught the building on fire. And that, fucking sucks. And, that
0: place had some, like I said, yeah. that's the seafood fucking nachos and cheese <sighs> bread, man. Oh my God. I, I guarantee you that seafood that was in it wasn't real seafood, but fuck, was it delicious? Oh, my God. <laughs> Bob, so Bobby
1: good. used to hate when I would come home after eating that shit because my breath would smell so bad. But I oh, couldn't dude. fucking, I'd eat the whole fucking thing myself.
0: Yeah, that's the only time my parents back in the day would buy an appetizer anywhere that was that place. <laughs> (laughs) That shit was so good. Oh, and now it's gone.
1: Now it's gone. And this is, yeah, now we're eating fish sticks and fucking French fries for Thanksgiving.
0: But like, I think the only things I know, like, (laughs) that were out there now is like, uh, Hacienda is still going, as far as I know. I don't think they could ever put that place down.
1: No, no, it'd be tough to put that place down. But, uh, I don't really enjoy going there. If you, if I'm going to do Mexican, we have enough, um, authentic Mexican places in, in Warsaw now that you can get a, a lot better food than going there. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, there's one that we've done it on Golden Image podcast. It was uh, El Maguay. We called El Maguay, but I don't think that's exactly right. That's but probably not. That's <laughs> not exactly it, but it's up in Elkhart. I mean, I, I'll drive the fucking distance to go to that motherfucker because it is absolutely amazing. Uh, of course, we have Mondo's taco truck that sets up shot uh, shop up next to the liquor store three days a week. So you can go up and get your shrimp tacos. They're, they're delicious. And so, yeah, I don't, don't do Hacienda anymore. Just, I just can't fucking stand it.
0: That's fair. I miss. Northern Chinese food, like Peking and stuff. Uh I miss getting Chinese food in the actual, like generic Chinese takeout things that fold. They don't do that here. (laughs) They don't do that here. They just throw it in like styrofoam shit. But I mean, recently I found a Chinese restaurant here that's just called hole in the wall. And it's very literally that you just go up to a window
1: Uh
0: and like they give you enough Chinese food to like last you like two days. (laughs) But I miss Northern Chinese food. (laughs) That and Giro's king.
1: Oh, King Giro. Yeah, King Buck,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Buck, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that and that place is still bumping every that, fucking time that's, you're that's
0: there. That's not that's not going somewhere. No. If that if something happens there, it <laughs> it's it's not yeah. going to
1: be like, good. <laughs> we have a couple other new places uh El, El Salvatore's uh or Salvatore's in Warsaw now. we and me and uh Bobby went there a few weeks ago. Delicious. They did an amazing job. Uh, of course, we got the Texas Roadhouse and we got the Papa Vino's now, you know, but um, I tell you what, though, uh, it's funny because the the first time we ever made the trip down to see your mom and dad, we uh, Gunner's, it was, you know, it's always right around Gunner's birthday because it falls the end of June. We always had the 4th July weekend week off yeah. or whatever. And one of the things he wanted for his birthday was Popeye's. And I remember your dad going, why the fuck do you want Popeye's? You know, you see commercials and shit for it, and we don't have it. Yeah. So you want to try it. Well, it's and, like
0: growing up there, yeah, it was nowhere. And then you had yeah. little Nikki come out when we were kids that just made it sound so fucking delicious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, they finally put one in Warsaw, and uh, apparently uh, Warsaw was all about it for the first three days, and then it just fucking boom. So uh, every time I go by, the place is empty. Jeez. It's terrible. But Popeye's
0: uh, makes a fucking great chicken sandwich, though. I'll give that.
1: I have not had anything in there I really like so far. So I like the
0: spicy chicken sandwich is good, but like as far as like fried chicken is so fucking expensive to get from anywhere these yeah. days. It's just like as with a family of four and it's just like, no
1: <laughs> absolutely.
0: <laughs> it costs you an arm and a leg. it's like, hey, you want like a six piece box but like uh, almost thirty bucks. I'm like, ah, I'm good. <laughs> My yeah. kids are just going to want the mashed potatoes and the macaroni anyway. So
1: Absolutely. I like uh, KFC coleslaw. So I usually get that.
0: <laughs> Dude, we got a KFC recently built out here. It's just, I never really eat there. Like if I go to KFC, usually I'll get the, the bowl, you know, oh, yeah, chicken yeah, poppers. Yeah. And you can't go yep. wrong with that.
1: No, it, no, it's yeah. If they just <laughs> took the corn out of it.
0: Oh, I agree with you completely. Yeah. Just take <laughs> just the corn
1: out. <laughs> just give me the mashed potatoes, the gravy, the chicken, uh and this and let's call it a day we don't need to put corn in there
0: yeah because it's like straight up like they're just popping a top off a can of corn and <laughs> dip it like not even warming it up just fucking just throwing it, it on in. There. <laughs>
1: absolutely like, yes. it just absolutely. throws it all off it's fucked.
0: <laughs> anyways uh the next podcast come to golden image is gonna be a fucking uh food one apparently
1: <laughs> well you know that is golden image podcast if you listen oh, yeah, yeah. to that we do golden a lot budget. of food do a lot of food a lot of, not a lot of fast food we try to do things that away from that but
0: I'll tell you what talking about fast food i i missed my window to shoot the call guys a fucking uh uh um, email this week They have fucking pulled the blanket over my head with, I was like, I'm finally getting the White Castle episode (laughs) titled it and everything. And it's a fucking whole nother goddamn restaurant. And I was like, you
1: sons of bitches. I asked him about that. I said, you still going to call it? Call guys, go to White Castle. He's like, yeah. But if you look in parentheses at the end, it says taste of Philly. They're fucking dirty, dirty
0: bastards (laughs) for that one. They dirty
1: done you on that one.
0: Yeah, been talking about it since, like, the beginning of Call Guys, yeah. and they finally get the episode, and it's somewhere else, and they didn't even eat the food when they got it, man. They I waited until they got all the way home, where, you know, it wasn't even hot anymore, and they didn't <laughs> like, this is great. And I was like, yeah, it'd probably been 10 times better if you would have just fucking <laughs> ate it there in the parking lot,
1: bro. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I You know, it was still, it was still an interesting episode. Uh It was kind of like a chiller filler to me, but... um but it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, uh, William at the end. I think that was the best part It was yeah, when he chilling. came in. Yeah, now they're shooting the pool, talking about the food. But they, man, they both said it was uh, this place was amazing. That it was as close to uh, an actual uh, Philly cheesesteak as they've gotten. So, and that's yeah. tough, man. Because I've been there, and Jim's was absolutely fucking delicious. God, man. I like I said
0: there's a lot of food up there. I mean, there's a lot of great food down here. Right. There's a lot of food up there, I miss. I miss I have to drive to Houston to get like a, a deep dish pizza that's worth anything. We don't have any good pizza joints around here really. Uh Chicago dogs, I have to make my own here, which I do. Right. I get I make my sesame seed bun or my uh poppy seed buns and everything myself here. Right on for that. And uh I just miss that food. And the same with Philly cheesesteaks. I make my own Philly cheesesteak here. Cause like, uh, and same with Chicago beef, like, I, and all of it's a fucking, other than the hot dog, it's all a fucking process. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Cause chi- fucking Chicago beef takes as like a day of labor to get that shit right. And just, I don't even fuck with trying to make a deep dish pizza. Cause the science that goes into that fucking, <laughs> shit, I'm not about, I don't <laughs> bake, I don't do, uh, when the recipe tells me I got to get out of fucking scale to get the weight of something before I make it.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm done. out
0: i'm out no thanks i'll just drive an hour and some change to houston and get one
1: there you go oh. uh we've got a we've got a place uh we've talked about it on golden image uh oaken alley yeah, yeah
0: and I remember uh, you guys talking about that. they have
1: a they, they're a craft metery place that uh they make craft burgers and their fucking peanut farmer is to oh yeah fucking i'll roll somebody over for one of those motherfuckers let oh, me tell yeah. you
0: that's all but, Gunner ever talks about.
1: <laughs> but they are fucking like you talked about with some of the other places. I mean, it's expensive. I mean, it's like 17, 18 bucks for a fucking burger. And you're like, oh. Oh, I don't know. But once you bite into it, you're like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I yeah. can. I can deal with that. Um, I feel that. Your mom and dad went there when they were up here. Uh, Brought me back a tenderloin from there. And I'll tell you what, it's probably one of the best tenderloins I've found around this area. So.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, fucking see, tenderloin's not something you really see around here either. Uh, we do have a fucking, right here in town, it's ironic that the town we settled in has a, it's in like a communal area, like where houses are. And it's in a house, like a little house. Uh-huh. And it's a German restaurant and a little house. And when you go inside, you feel like you're back there because it's set up just like a, like a little, a lot of the German restaurants there were just based out of somebody's house overseas. Uh-huh. And they just, it's two ladies that married plant workers and the ladies came from Germany and they just opened a German restaurant. Holy shit. It is Ab- so, absolutely is so delicious. Good. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But the thing is, is like they're importing all this stuff. So right. it's expensive and shit <laughs> to eat there. So it's like a once, like it's like twice, three times a year. Right. Maybe thing. And they got like the big pretzels you can get there. Oh. And then they got the cake. If you're into that kind of thing. And it's just, it's an, it's insane. <laughs>
1: Uh, sounds amazing it is uh, well I hope everybody had a really good Thanksgiving like I said I know we're recording this Thanksgiving evening so uh, uh, that was, Thanksgiving was just a couple days ago if, if you're listening on this Saturday and uh, we hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving and you got your bellies full and you enjoyed watching Dallas pummel the shit out of fucking Washington I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, the game was just about over when we come out to record. And I was like, holy fuck, I don't think Washington's coming back, but I always forget football and Thanksgiving are hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. You ready to get into uh the review of yes, sir. Uh, November? Yes, sir. I binge listen to everything like I always do. Can you fucking believe we're almost to December?
0: You no, know, this year is just flow by. They just keep going by faster and faster.
1: Yeah. the fucking we watched the macy's day parade this morning we all that's kind of a thing we do on every thanksgiving We always have the parade on and uh santa claus comes out at the end i looked at bobby and i was like fuck and she's like what i go the christmas season has just started yep. <laughs> yeah get ready boys and girls i haven't bought a fucking thing yet
0: yeah me neither and i've got a gaggle of children to buy stuff for and all these family things I'm going to have to go to and just,
1: yeah, it'll be fun. We'll see. Well, as this recording (laughs) comes out, you'll be having Thanksgiving with your parents.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just turn this on while you guys are cooking and listen to it. The other side. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 All right, man, get us into this.
0: All right. So we got on November 1st, J-Dub started the month off with the Rougarou. Uh this critter is said to have been born in the swamps of small town communities in French Louisiana possibly from stories passed down from French settlers said to lurk in the swamps and sugarcane fields of the greater New Orleans area with a lot of a lot of physical attributes associated with uh werewolves but instead of being under the spell of the full moon the monster is said to suffer for a 101 day curse and at the end, uh, it uh, attempts to pass on the curse via ice contact with right. uh, people that stumble across it. I am spitting distance from Louisiana, so I grew up. <laughs> I grew up hearing tons of tales of like two uh, Louisiana like cryptids, and there's the rougarou and the Parlingua. gua, and uh, it's nonstop all the time around this area. You got one that is land based that like i said looks a lot like a werewolf you commented on that episode where yes, you I said it, you saw a picture and you're like it it looks like a wolf on hind legs yep and then uh parlingoise half alligator half man so that one covers your water <laughs> yeah. There you yeah both french names because you know <laughs> louisiana was settled by the french folk and whatnot right right i had never uh i never once heard anybody uh say that you could fucking catch it via eyesight until uh Dub covered it and i thought right. that's a that's a neat take on it because like everything like vampires bite you werewolves mm-hmm. bite you or scratch you and this one's like just makes eye contact with you uh,
1: it, it's uh it, it's interesting because you know you think about that and you think that they're trying to basically pass their curse on to you and they can do it just easily enough by fucking staring you down and and, uh, you know, can you, it'd be like that kid in that commercial walking by the fucking toys, the toys area with his fucking hand up going, ah, I'm not looking at you, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> yeah, because like instinctively, everybody and their brother, you see something peering at you in the dark. Yep. You fucking look at it. So, I mean, 101 days makes sense because I imagine it doesn't take long for that thing to get somebody to fucking lock peepers with it. And it's oh, just like, yeah. all right, done here. Yeah, moving Not's on. Your fucking problem. <laughs>
1: oh uh, it was a fun story though i i love when when jen gets into some of those uh some of those stories uh well, we're going to talk about another one of her stories here towards the end but yeah uh yeah when she gets involved in those it's so much fun just to sit back and listen to her and and uh yeah and she did a great job with this one.
0: Oh yeah she I, I like like you guys say all the time she gets very animated when she's talking about it and everything oh yeah I especially like when you interrupt her and she basically tells you to shut the hell up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That's why I keep doing it. Cause uh, you know, just, just to, uh, just see her get a little razz there. And it's like, come on, come on. <laughs> she gets those jazz hands going. Watch out.
0: Yeah. It was a very, I think we had what we had two cryptid this month and we had a haunted house. And then we had the whole,
1: the hole. Oh my God. But no,
0: I dug, I dug the river. I always like listening to things from, uh, from this area and we've been doing a lot of like the last, I think the last three months we have covered something in new Orleans or New Orleans.
1: Yeah. We, um we have been like really focused on the new Orleans area for some weird reason. And it's not by, it's not a mathematical thing that we decided we wanted to do. It's just, all this great stuff coming out of New Orleans or Louisiana. And it's like, Oh well, yeah, we're just kind of attracted to that area. I think.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, it's just really rich with like paranormal stuff. Right. And it's it just like, it's the melting pot of a bunch of different cultures. And then it's the voodoo capital of the world. Absolutely. So, you know, you got your vampires, you got your voodoo, you got your Rougarous and <laughs> God knows what else. Nicholas Cage lived there. So. <laughs>
1: nicholas cage um you know your witchcraft and all that shit down there too so i mean it's just it's insane
0: yeah and then our next one was actually you uh, oh yeah november 8th and you covered the tallman house and it's a uh, haunted bunk beds uh, if you <laughs> haven't seen it i absolutely recommend episode 44 of unsolved mystery based on this case it's a fun watch
1: if you can find it because I heard uh, I heard it's really hard to find out there in La La Land.
0: It's just Unsolved Mysteries is one other one of those ones to where like you hop on one thing that like we have Unsolved Mysteries and it's got season like one through five. And then uh, like, yeah. you're like, where's the other 30 fucking seasons of it? And they're <laughs> like, well, 10 of them are over here and yeah. then the other 12 are over there. And then it's one of those ones where episodes change fucking numbers for some reason. Uh, just like yeah. we talked
1: about with J Dub's
0: episode, yeah. it's just like some sometimes it's episode 12, sometimes it's episode 15. You yeah, know?
1: sometimes uh, it's season three, sometimes it's season five. It's like what but the I fuck?
0: I fucking love unsolved mysteries because it's like you never know what you're gonna get. It's a grab right. bag of shit with them. It's like one's gonna be like a murder that's not solved, uh, the next one's like a ghost story, and then like the third one's like, is Santa Claus real? And you're like <laughs>
1: and of course that guy that whatever the lead guy is he's got that this very distinctive voice
0: yeah and the theme song too the theme song i've got on my spotify playlist it just pops up every now and then and just fucking, <laughs> i listen to it all the way through
1: you gotta love it
0: but yeah last uh when i i watched it shortly after uh i can't remember what fucking streaming site i watched on but it was episode 44 when i watched and it was fun it was a good watch right on uh The story is about a family in 1987 uh, that made the mistake of buying what was seemingly a haunted bunk bed from a second-hand store and bringing it home to their children.
1: Yeah, and then the shit begins.
0: Yeah, like uh, if I remember right, it chilled in the basement for a good bit, and then eventually they finally moved it up. They put it together and put it upstairs, and that's like where shit started to escalate because beforehand it was just kind of centered around the basement area. Yeah where it was by itself
1: yeah and you know it it was interesting because uh and if i i still don't really necessarily have the complete answer of why why they or how they figured out it was the bunk bed or why it went in that reason but um you know they didn't really do a complete remodel they were just fixing up the rooms upstairs before they brought it up Mm -hmm. and then of course she had the baby and that's when they kind of just moved all that shit around to to accommodate putting the two girls in one room and the boy in the other room. Um, obviously, you know, uh, in every research and everything that I listened to about it, all the kids' names were redacted, so everybody made up their own names. So I know yeah. that I made up names, and uh, I uh, I don't remember. <laughs> what
0: i named the kids it was something with a z (laughs) j-dub named it something Z. I heard it today it was like zebra or say it was something weird sound like zebra or some shit but yeah so yeah i
1: wanted to name the kid jan and she said no dice
0: yeah and then she named it some like off the wall shit.
1: oh uh, shit
0: so yeah it it did seemingly like escalate when they moved upstairs but also it could be like they, like I said when it got moved upstairs they were also moving shit around
1: true and i think you know honestly uh i i think that it manifested more from the arguing and shit that they were already involved in there was yeah. a lot of uh you know there's a lot of arguing there was a lot of sickness and there was you know uh, a lot of things that kind of i think helped build up to that so
0: yeah, so there's no telling if it was actually the bunk beds or it just like correlated with time because we right. know from past cases that uh, renovating or moving stuff around a house can stir up spirits, uh, negative energy, which fighting and yelling, yep, and Absolutely. illness could drum it up too. But Absolutely. I guess they just kind of like threw at the dartboard and they're like, mm, that mm, bunk, bunk bed. It's <laughs> like that basement was fucky well's down there. And Now the kids are having issues <laughs> now that's up there. But like and- you said there was a lot of illness and uh, what her, her family didn't like the vibes, the house right. put off, which if that was just a bunk bed, you wouldn't figure.
1: Well, uh, yeah, exactly. House, you wouldn't think. Yeah. And you know, then they go bury it in some landfill somewhere and they'll tell anybody where it's at. So
0: you don't want nobody going to get them up. haunted yeah. Bunk
1: bed. I, for, for our listeners who looked at the socials, uh, I don't even know. I think that the bunk bed that I put on there was actually a, um, a, uh, reconstruction of what they thought the bunk beds looked like. Cause nobody ever actually had a picture of the actual bunk beds.
0: Yeah. and uh, Like I said, it's a, as a person that slept on bunk beds, basically until he was a young adult, I just tell you bunk beds are just uh, they save space, but man, there's quicker ways to harm your children. <laughs> <laughs> I've fallen off so many bunk beds. I got a permanent scar on my forehead from a ceiling fan on my bunk bed. Oh, like, there was one time in uh, in Indiana where I had that big-ass wooden bunk bed where I dropped my pillow off my bed. And being a dipshit kid, instead of going down the stairs to go get it, I tried to fucking dangle off the side of my bunk bed and get it. <laughs> and then I fell off the bunk bed and landed back first on that little tyke's fucking castle.
1: Oh, and no. And that castle
0: was unmoved by my little ass. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> It knocked the wind right out of me. I'm lucky I I don't need a fucking wheelchair.
1: That was one of the things. That was one of the first things we did when we put that uh, bunk bed in in Gunner's room. You know, you slept on the futon underneath. But that was one of the first things I did was I took the ceiling fan out and just put in a regular light in that room because that ceiling fan went right over yeah. that bed that was like yeah this was not good
0: yeah but see my parents never took my ceiling <laughs> and it's like that shit where it's like logan we know it's a whole twin size bed but stay to the far left hand <laughs> yeah. side of the bed
1: just to be oh, safe and,
0: and don't sit straight up otherwise it's gonna fucking take your head off <laughs> every place too i had a I had one in atwood i had one in germany i had one in the house in mauriceville and then when i lived up in the loft in the house in Viter me and my dad built me a bunk bed there to save space too. that one didn't have a ceiling fan though but right that up. one was like right up on the fucking ah, ceilings yeah. dick it's like i uh-huh. could barely fucking move that
1: just reminds, to save space that reminds me of the camper that we had when i traveled with my uh my grandma and grandpa when we were younger uh, my my spot was uh up front you know the the cabinetry would fold down and basically i could just shimmy under there my fucking nose would touch the ceiling and that was my bed
0: yeah you were basically luggage in a fucking airplane
1: (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) Oh shit. slept a lot of nights up there let me tell you
0: i couldn't even imagine at this point like i keep thinking about getting my kids a bunk bed just because like it would save them so much space because they're both sharing a room right now and uh i'm just like uh I can't trust the little bastards not to try to jump off the, the <laughs> son of a bitch.
1: I it's just like, I, remember just, all that shit you did.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm just like, I just like, I really don't want to wake up in the middle of the night, take somebody to the emergency room. Cause they broke a leg. Cause they thought a blanket works as a fucking parachute. <laughs> exactly. So that's a, it's a dice roll. You want space or do you want to possibly fucking get yeah. in a cast for fucking
1: six months? Yeah. yeah it depends on how much money you want to spend. You got to buy yeah. the bunk beds and then you got to pay for the hospital bills.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, another fun story, though.
0: Yeah. So that one also. uh, There was a lot of I think it was, I think, like three out of three of the family members all had visions of fires. Yes. To where they thought, like, even the dad thought that he was physically going to have to put out a fire.
1: Yep. Ran in the house for the fire extinguisher because he thought the garage was on fire.
0: And so the fire so either these were warnings from the other side of the gas leak that they found right that might result in the family's death or maybe the effects of a gas leak itself poisoning the family's minds or worst case scenario a malicious spirit or witch causing the leak trying to kill the family right they, could, they, could, they could lean either either way
1: yeah exactly exactly so uh yeah, the thought process after the story was over it was kind of like, I'm betting that she was there trying to warn them that the shit was not right in the house. But because it, there was never really any, I mean, the, the spirits were never malicious. I mean, yeah. they never really did anything to hurt anybody.
0: Except like dip a fucking paintbrush ass in and <laughs> fucking paint or something. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but I mean, there was nothing there. to I mean, like I said, no maliciousness. It was just they scared the shit out of everybody all the time.
0: Yeah. So I like you said, it could be there's a lot of cases of that, like popular cases or ghost stories where it's like ghost uh, ghost children helping push a car over the railroad tracks and stuff like this. So for all you know, it's just a ghost that's there and the ghost might not even give a shit about them. We know that ghosts like to get attached to buildings and stuff. So maybe the ghost is like, hey, fix this fucking gas leak before my fucking house burns down. <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> and good. I'm
0: haunting a fucking vacant lot.
1: <laughs> I hate haunting vacant lots.
0: Yeah. It's like he's like, this shit sucks, but that would suck so much more.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, and that'll feed into uh our next story then too, because you know, that was another play on um If I remember right, if I remember, if I remember the right story here.
0: Yeah, no, November 15th, the rocker chick covered cryptid royalty when she covered West Virginia's favorite omen of doom.
1: uh Mothman. Yep. And, uh, you know, you could walk away from that story thinking that the Mothman is just there to warn you about bad situations.
0: You could take it. There's a lot of ways you
1: could take it. There's
0: some there's very few people out there that think he's actually causing it. There's a lot of people that think he's out there to be like a warning. Right. You see me, shit's about to get real. But nobody ever has the take, though, that homeboy just likes to watch the world burn. Just like, he's just chilling out there. He's like, oh, this bridge is about to eat shit. This is going to be good.
1: Oh, I can't wait for this one. If if this little fucking you know, book of the future tells yeah. me I'm right, we're going to lose 15 fucking people and three yep. of them are going to be decapitated. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. like, get the man. popcorn, honey. Yeah. Everybody's like, Mothman's such a hero. He's trying to warn us. Meanwhile,
0: he's up there with his big gulp and his fucking popcorn. He's like, this shit's going to be righteous. <laughs>
1: Uh, exactly but, but yeah. happened. Go, oh, go ahead
0: go no, ahead,
1: go ahead. Th- that's just saying that yeah, i mean that's just that that was the take i had at the end of the story was is i think that mothman is not necessarily uh vindictive i just think he's uh there to warn people but go ahead
0: i think that's why the the townspeople out there love him so much i think that's where they mostly lean but
1: right. that
0: happened out in the french claim town of point pleasant uh, like I said, uh, there's a lot of paranormal creatures out in Point Pleasant, Uh, like a, a fuck ton. But the most famous of all of them is Mothman. Uh, seemingly, wherever he goes, disaster is not far behind. Right. Uh, the town that uh, many people claim to be the first of combat in the Revolutionary War, which they think possibly tainted the land or uh, deeper. A lot of people think it's a cursed place because Native Americans who were betrayed by settlers. So either way, it seems like that land seen a lot of not great shit from war to the stuff that uh, the rocker chick talked about that happened to the Native American community out there, which was awful. Uh, So there's people that think uh, he's got tons of different origins. Some people think he's from space uh, involved with the alien entity known as Ingrid Cold, the smiling man, which we've covered before. Right, uh, Or being birthed from hell Or an ancient uh, Native American vengeful spirit It's just a grab bag of ideas And like nobody knows for sure So everybody kind of likes to lean one way The only thing that's consistent with him Is wherever he shows up Not too long after Something fucking horrible happens From right. car crashes to bridge collapsings uh, People have seen him in, Like we talked about uh, in Chicago I just like Everywhere. I mean, he's a giant fucking flying moth. I don't know why he would be stuck to one place. So it kind of makes sense that other people have seen him other places, or maybe oh. there's more than one.
1: Well, I mean, if you would, if you would actually take it and put it in with the native Americans and, and maybe they're the ones that are trying to warn, warn along. I mean, you know, we've done many stories about a native American burial grounds and shit that has happened, um, I think I even mentioned it in that was, uh, or maybe it, uh, listen. So one of my next stories revolves around um, where I give a lot of history on in the opening, and and a lot of it is Native American related. Um, so if I can forgive me if I'm maybe I'm ahead of myself because we've already pre-recorded a couple of these because of the holidays. Yeah. So um, uh, you know we've done so many stories like the bell witch you know yeah the more and more i dug into the bell witch when i did that story a year and a half ago the more i realized that i'm 100 positive that it was a native american spirit that was haunting the you know haunting the bell family but um you know those burial grounds are all over up oh, around absolutely. here and through that last so why wouldn't the mothman be everywhere
0: yeah and you gotta remember the native american community has so many uh spirits and gods like based off of like creatures and stuff yep. that like they swore by and so like just because the, the those people stopped like those people were killed or and everything like that doesn't mean like the things that they're worshiping aren't still out there right they're just you know they're less known about and i like I said i don't know how i don't know how any of that works i don't know if a lot of people believe that like stuff like that, like lose power and have less of the less that they are worshipped or. So, like I said, it could go it could go either way. But right, like, right. But like you said, there what place in the United States isn't a Native American burial ground because of the travesty that happened to those people and the fact that even before we got here, they were settled everywhere. So. God knows what your house is built on or a theme parks built on or. Right.
1: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to even think about that. I mean, because fuck, I'm 50 years old. I never really thought about that until the last year or so. It was like, you know, how much of this land that I'm on was actually occupied by, you know, some sort of Indian tribe or, you know, I've talked about him uh, early in this episode about Phil, you know, uh, he is part Iowa tribe or And forgive me, Phil, if I got that completely wrong, but uh, maybe it's the Hiawatha tribe or something like that. But, uh, you know, we've talked at length about how Thanksgiving for an Indian uh, native or, you know, uh, part of that tribe or whatever, how they don't view Thanksgiving the same way that we do. Yeah. You know, it's totally different for them. They don't really call it thanksgiving they call it you know they call it a lot of other things that yeah revolve around that so i mean it's interesting to 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 really you know stop and think about it and sink your teeth into it about what went on and i'm gonna tell you right now my next episode uh you guys tune in uh, i will give you some history on the indian tribe that uh that got pushed out of the the town that I talk about. So I don't want to give it I don't want to give it too far. Yeah, away. No, too much spoiler. <laughs> I'm not even sure when that fucking episode's gonna come out. <laughs>
0: it's just it's just crazy like uh like the same with Mothman and Bigfoot. It's like these are creatures that we as a human race have talked about for so long. But nowadays like you can't go you can't look left or right without seeing Bigfoot or Mothman right. on something or about them.
1: Oh, it's become Back. completely commercialized. I, I, I don't know about Moth, I mean, Mothman has been to an extent, but Bigfoot, man, I tell you what, everywhere is oh, yeah. you know, something about Bigfoot. He's become quite the commercial popularity.
0: Yeah. And, and now these creatures have fucking statues and festivals and yep. bumper stickers. And you know, we have an RV park that just got built right by us and on their main building where you go to like talk to them and rent and everything just two big metal Sasquatch cuts out stamped right to the side of the building.
1: Yeah. Around Jellystone, you can see, um, uh, um, you know, the little figures that people put like right next to their campers. But there is one camper that has a full blown wood carved six foot uh, Sasquatch, maybe That's only cool. five foot, but you know, it's still huge considering. Well, yeah. And you got to
0: think like, as, uh, it's just like these last few years, it seems to be a spike of seeing of these things. And it makes me think if it does tie back around to what I said before, it's like the whole Tulpa thing, like the more people that believe in it or are looking for it gives it more energy. So man, if like putting that energy out there might be manifesting things more. Or-
1: I mean, that would be, that would be 100%, uh, you know, on because we, like I said, we have talked about it before, so we know that that's a distinct possibility.
0: Yeah. And that brings us to the last episode this month, which just aired yesterday for us, which would be <laughs> November 22nd. J-Dub talked about the magic that is Mel's hole. <laughs> Not to be confused with Jeremy's sister.
1: <laughs> I forgot the texture. I need the texture. To be like, hey,
0: <laughs> we did a story about you. Um, uh, out in Washington, the legend, allegedly located by Ellensburg, Washington, that started circulating via call to Coast to Coast AM via a guy named Mel Waters.
1: And the, the funny thing about that is, is the, the, the Mothman episode and the Mel's Hole episode, I believe both of them talked about Coast to Coast AM. Well, because it used to be back in the day. Like that's where you went to get your weird
0: conspiracy, right. spooky shit. Like that was like, I don't know if you've ever had the, had, if you ever listened to an episode of coast to coast. I ha-
1: I have not. I was going to, when we first started because Alicia was like, you know, all about coast. to yeah, Coast. Yeah. She's a big fan of coast. Yeah. To coast. Her and uh, Ashley from murderers both listened to it, you know, a lot. And, uh, I was going to go back and listen, but you just, I mean, it's hard to kind of find some of those old episodes, but
0: there's nothing like a late night. First of all, I love late night radio. I love good rate, late night radio. It's harder to come across anything like that nowadays. But, right. But like is a late night radio that's talking about cryptids and aliens and ghosts. And then they do something that you would you really is a dice roll with those categories. They took live phone calls from strangers across <laughs> the world. <laughs> And it can go one of two fucking ways and two ways only. It's either going to be a really fucking good story or it's going to be fucking Elvis stole my baby to go back to fucking space. (laughs) That shit fucking crazy. (laughs) And the best part is, is he entertained them both.
1: Yeah, he didn't care.
0: Yeah, no, because, you know, it's late night radio. He's like, I got to fill fucking uh, six hours of radio. dog. You want to talk to me about fucking. Uh JFK's brain was scooped out and put into this guy's brain that works at the fucking Kmart. <laughs> fucking <laughs> let's fucking do it.
1: I'm all about it.
0: Yeah, no, and like it clearly he entertained uh this guy for a long time because this guy kept calling back in. Right. And he was like, Hey, uh, hey man, guess what I put in the hole this week? <laughs> <was> like, ah. <laughs> all right, what you put in there this time?
1: Yeah, it, it it's okay, so I don't know, man. It, it was so weird because it was—it was trippy. I, I was listening to J Dub tell the story. The only thing I knew going into the recording of that was, this is what she's doing. Yeah, I'm doing a story about Mel's Hole. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, and I'm and I'm listening. And legitimately, a lot of the times when the girls are telling stories, I'll just close my eyes and just kind of, you know use the imagination to try to 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 see and to kind of put the story together and she's talking about him using that fishing line and to try to see how what the depth of that is and i know that i had a conversation with somebody who was talking about fucking dropping fishing line down a fucking hole because i kept imagining well you reach i mean if you had a hundred foot of fishing line because most reels come with you know yeah, even a thousand feet, you know, you're going to run out. And and I remember thinking, oh, how do you t- you'd have to tie that together and you have to whole make make sure you don't fucking drop it down that fucking hole, because then you just lose your thousand feet of fucking fishing line. And I remember having that distinct conversation with somebody and I even called you and I'm like, did we have this conversation? Yeah. Did we talk about it on the other side episode? Did we just talk about it in general? And you're like, I don't know. No, we didn't have any conversation like this. I can't fucking figure out for the life of me why that seems so deja vuish. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I feel you. Drove I mean, me nuts. There's, there's no telling. Uh, it sounds like something, something that my my mom's dad would have fucking talked about back in the day or some shit. There's no, <laughs> there's no fucking telling.
1: Well, he he claimed many alien stories. Oh yeah, no, like I that, remember so. that.
0: He would talk to me about that when I was a little kid. Talk yeah. about aliens, and I had yep. him, and then on my dad's side, he had an uncle that was convinced aliens taught his fucking uh, his livestock how to fucking smoke cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I so I didn't know that. Yeah, so it, it could go either way, but I could definitely see Grandpa being like,
1: hey, we found this
0: hole and we got some fishing string. We just fucking we yeah. just, just kept on going." <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. But once again, you know, they took shit and just threw it in that fucking hole because that was the way it was back then. Well, yeah. You need
0: to dump trash. Fuck pay. Why pay the fucking city when there's this fucking never ending hole? Just fucking throw your sofa in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So what was your take on it? Because even after I listened to it again, because I listened to it when it came out on Wednesday, um, I'm listening to it again and I'm thinking, what could have, what could it have been? Man, that would just incinerate all that shit
0: it, man it's just there's so many it's 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 one of those things where it's like either it's a fucking holy anomaly a fucking scientific wonder or uh-huh. it's just a guy that's fucking come completely fucking unglued <laughs> I, and like there's like there is like scientific shit that could explain why shit's getting toasted down there there could be like a natural like gas vent down there that's just it's just like the pressure of it could Uh fucking cook something uh there could be like an ungodly hot fucking hot spring at the fucking bottom of it that's just like a fucking natural geyser like yellowstone to where they don't let people get in that shit because like it'll boil your fucking skin right right now does that explain why the lamb came up cooked with a fucking seal baby growing out there
1: that's true does it explain what happened to the dead dog they threw in there oh
0: yeah the fucking dog to like yeah we chunked it in there and then a week later we saw the same dog just fucking walking out it's like one it was dead two uh even if it resurrected it how the fuck did it get out of the hole yeah
1: exactly and the other question is is the little seal thing why did it jump back in the hole
0: oh because it's where it came from like it like what if you go full conspiracist like who's to say the hole isn't leading to a different fucking dimension
1: Oh, and
0: yeah. in the different fucking dimension uh the temperature is so fucking hot that something from our universe will fucking burn up there and it just brought something back with it and it's just like that seal's like, all right, I'll cure your cancer, but fuck, is it cold here? I'm gonna go back to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Mur>. <laughs> fucking, all you have is fucking rain. You're in Washington, today you? Goddamn yeah. rain. It's like it's like 70 degrees here, and uh
0: apparently cancer's a thing here. I'm gonna go back to <laughs> my hellish landscape where cancer's not a problem, and it's a nice fucking 130 degrees.
1: That's right. It's balmy. It's balmy. Yeah.
0: So, like I said, it could go, it could go either way. Like, dude, I I would like to find that those i'm sure i could i'd like to find those episodes of coast to coast where he talked about because i want to hear what he sounds like oh because right right the whole time i heard the story like i just thought like the like in my head it was some dude in overalls with no shirt underneath them
1: <laughs> the straw hat. just
0: just fucking with a wheelbarrow with a fucking lamb and like some garbage in it just walking out there with this rope just chunking shit in there just be like see what we find today <laughs> I just I just want to know what he sounds like because you get you can kind of get that vibe from people like when you hear their voice and how they tell a story if they're like fucking crazy right you know like I don't I think I I might have talked about it on here before uh, I can't remember if I have but like you got your normal people you got your conspiracy people and then you have your people that have something physically broken in their head to where they go insane right because uh where my parents originally lived in Mauriceville there was a restaurant down the street. Uh, my mom had a small office in that vicinity and I would ride my bike. I, when I was a kid, I'd ride my bike wherever the hell around town. Uh, I'd be, I was, uh, one day I was just walking on the fucking railroad tracks, like close to my mom's business. And this lady comes out of this abandoned house. It's been abandoned forever down there. And she's like flagging me down. So I'm thinking, Oh, she might need help or something. And man, I wish I had not fucking stopped. Cause this woman starts this conversation off. And I'm like, she sounds a little weird, but then she goes from like, She was like, uh, the cops broke into my house last night. And I was like, that's weird seeing how that's not your house, but okay. (laughs) And she was like, she grabs my hand and puts it on her fucking head. And she was like, and they beat me because they know I can control the weather and they're trying to stop me. So they were beating me. You feel those lumps? And I just like, there's no lumps, but I was like, yeah, yeah, I can feel the lumps. (laughs) And she was like, yeah. So now you have to wait to these heal before I can fix the weather again. Because now my brain's not right, and I was like, ah, I don't think that's why your brain's not right, homie. <laughs> she's like, I could, I could stop this weather, and I could stop that last hurricane, but they keep beating me, and I was just like, oh, and I was just like, oh, I was just like, oh god, she's gonna fucking drag me off into this fucking house
1: <laughs> and eat your foot. Yeah, something fucking insane.
0: <laughs> it was like to completely control the weather, I need to ingest at least one human foot. That's <laughs> like, so. One
1: human foot and. In- like two pinkies
0: yeah yeah oh. so so you could you never like I said with coast to coast it was just a crap shoot of what you got on there right. you get somebody that's like i work for the government and they sound super credible really smart and they're like so i'm blowing the whistle on this uh and they would give a fake name and then you would have one guy that's like oh, i had a friend once that said he saw sasquatch smoking a marlboro on the side of the road <laughs> and you're like maybe that's what his friend did tell him and then you got people like
1: homeboy that it's like has a giant hole in his backyard
0: to me, like he lost the credibility when he's like the government took it away. So I just went out to Las Vegas and found me a brand new giant hole that leads <laughs> right. to nowhere. And I'm like, you got like some special, like divining rod built into you that just finds like weird fucking endless <laughs> holes. Cause like the fact that you just managed to go find another one.
1: Well, he did go to uh what did he go to France or something for two no, years? He went or... to fucking Australia, Australia, but he, the other one was actually in the Badlands in Nevada, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what he yeah. said. He
0: just fucking came back to the United States, tried to go back. And like, no, you can't go here. He's like, fine, I'll go to Vegas and I'll get my own new fucking hole with blackjack and hookers. <laughs> ah,
1: can't go wrong with that. Well, wait, yeah. Okay, yeah. it gives it. Yeah. Once again, a whole new meeting to Mel's hole.
0: Yeah. Mel's <laughs> whole, yeah. So I, that story was wild. It was definitely like the craziest story this month.
1: Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I see. Now I was, I kept when we talked about this a second ago. I kept falling to the fact. Listen to it again. That maybe it was an alien ship that was underneath there. That was like the afterburner or whatever was, you know, right there. And they kept throwing shit into their fucking part of their engine that just, you know, was hot. So it all up, yeah,
0: yeah. There's, there's no fucking
1: what. Jeez. Who is that? Who do you think it is? Is it, is it the Mojo? It is.
0: Yeah, oh uh, So
1: so here I am in my studio by myself, and all I can see out of the corner of the camera is my fucking. Uh, there's a light out there. I'm like, what is going on? Did you want to say hi? Did you want to be on the United States Paranormal Podcast? Hi, Mojo. Hello. What time is it there?
0: It's it's like it's like eight o'clock. It's nine there.
1: It's, yeah, it's a little after nine.
0: You're a little off. You, know, frame you don't there, get Joe. no
1: microphone You don't get no headphones. You don't get anything. You just have to say hi
0: is gonna be gonna a nice background
1: <laughs> <laughs> i can't even. i can't even give her something to listen to you with so <laughs> because of the way i got this set up so she's That's just kind of hosed i figured if we went
0: long enough she'd pop up in there
1: yeah yeah well and since know. we
0: spent like an hour talking about fucking
1: food beforehand yeah, it's so true. it's true it's very very true yeah, I'm going to have to admit that freaked me out a little bit because all the corner, I'm like, what the fuck is that? And my camera, and then I realized the door had opened.
0: Yeah, there's nothing like talking about spooky shit and stuff get a little fucking wonky.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so there you go. That is the review from November, United States Paranormal. It's everything from cryptids to ghosts to
0: Mel's spooky
1: hole. That's right. You can't go wrong with Mel's hole. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. It was a fun month. Uh I will say that uh, you know, the I did look at I did look at it. I'm pretty sure that uh the next episode of United States Paranormal is mine and that will be uh when we talk about the okay. talk about the Native Americans and the travesty that happened to them. And allegedly, we think it's a strong
0: possibility this <laughs> Thursday on uh the golden 80s podcast i will be on uh yes for uh
1: what's your damage
0: what's your damage with frankie vegas and golden yeah. jay so if you want to come on over and check that out I absolutely do we talk a lot a little bit of horror stuff a little bit of everything so if it's, check it out. if
1: it's not on this Thursday, it'll be on the following Thursday. We just, I can't remember what order we recorded shit. In. It's
0: a crapshoot. But either way, go listen on Thursday because it's a great show.
1: Yeah. We enjoy doing the Golden 80s. I love and, Frankie uh, Vegas. <laughs> well, and he loves you. My goodness. I'm glad that that camera didn't point south. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh. And yeah. then uh, go yeah, check
0: y- out merch for sure, too.
1: Look at that other side t shirt he's wearing, man. I think it's badass.
0: Yeah, no, I love it. It's a great shirt. Yeah. It's all embroidered. Looks all looks all professional and shit.
1: Doesn't it though? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, you can find all of our merchandise at the United States of Paranormal.com. Um, you missed out on the uh Vamptober. You did. You did. It's
0: all gone now. But you can still go get you a great white bald beaver shirt, or absolutely tons of other great shirts and designs out there. So
1: absolutely,
0: I'll tell you what. I was on the merch store for uh, the Golden Image merch store. Uh, I can't remember the the website name for that. Is it just
1: goldenmojoent.com. dot com?
0: Yeah, and uh, I went to I was going to look on there, and there was no fucking call guys T shirts for grown ups on there. I know. And I was I was beside myself.
1: I'm sorry. Do you need to you need to order a Call Guys T-shirts? I almost kind of
0: logged on it and fucking put a shirt together myself. <laughs>
1: well, I you was, do have the power. Yeah, I know. I was tempted. I was like, <laughs> I can get on there. I can do this right here, right now. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, between trips to Kansas City, holidays, getting everything recorded, so we have plenty of stuff to come out and uh, doing all the editing i have uh, i have faltered in my uh, oh that's not faltering nobody fucking blames you you're busy as shit <laughs> and we have special plans coming up hopefully I, if i if i dialed it in just right uh episode 100 should fall on january 10th and we are going to do a live episode uh should be fun i don't know what we're going to talk about it will probably be just kind of a chiller pillar type thing but uh should be a good time so nice. yeah you'll have to get in on uh the chat room on that one there buddy because oh absolutely uh yeah i'm not sure how we could bring in an outside source for that or i'd have you on there with us but
0: yeah it sounds like it's gonna be complicated already yeah. and you guys are gonna have chico running that huh
1: chico's gonna be well he said he's gonna be in-house with me to help run it so nice that way i can concentrate on everything that's why if uh, like we talked about before we started the show i'm in the midst of revamping the studio so that uh, I can have uh, everything all dialed in for the girls so that they can all have their own screens and all this other stuff. So yeah, you know, individual cameras, the whole nine yards, but so hopefully everything will be squared away and ready to go as we go live with United States paranormal.
0: That'll be a trip. That's your guys. It's first like a uh, live thing we've done. Yeah. I've done
1: two on this end. True. True. So. I keep trying to talk myself into going and finding me a bar and doing a live show, but I'm not sure I could pull it off.
0: <laughs> and i tell you what, it's, 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 it's it worries you all up until you sit there. And then when it's happening, all the worry kind of just,
1: just floats away. Yeah.
0: just goes away. I mean, <laughs> you got you, you down there, you know, so many people locally, you probably have just a decent crowd off of just friends, family, and homies.
1: Yeah, well, One would hope so, but yeah, well, we'll see. Maybe something, uh, maybe something next year will work out and, um, try doing something like that maybe give you a good time so we'll see I got enough on my plane I'm not jumping on that train just yet
0: yeah absolutely that's fair
1: all right anything else
0: I think that's really I think that's it we covered covered food and family and all the spooky shit I think we yeah uh, I think we landed this plane successfully
1: all right sounds good perfect we flew it we landed it
0: so uh so uh so uh all you uh all you hitchers and drifters out there just remember there's no reason to fear what happens after after life because golden jay and logan will be waiting for you on the other side keep it keep it spooky keep it spooky later bye
1: thank you for listening to the united states of paranormal Check us out at the United States com, or at any other of our social media pages. at Twitter, at TOSopPOD, at Instagram at the United States of Paranormal, or Facebook at the United States of Paranormal, or YouTube at the United States of Paranormal. 1795. Please check out our other podcasts in the Golden
0: Mojo Entertainment Network The Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, Indiana Chiefs fans, The Golden 80s, Merd Nerds, and A Court of Books and Booze.
1: And if you have a location you would like us to check
0: into or a creepy story that you would love to tell us, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. Please like, rate, and subscribe wherever you listen.